Hello, and welcome to another of Kroll Security Concepts podcast. Today's podcast is going to be another in our series on supply chain security, more specifically one on supply chain theft and how it's impacting the overall supply chain down in Latin America. To do this, we brought in our specialist and the head of our Latin American region, Rafael Lopez. Welcome to the podcast, Rafael. Thank you very much, Jeff, for inviting me. Well, it's good to have you. This is an interesting topic as we're doing this series on the supply chain and how it's been impacted either by COVID or by theft or or by any number of things. And I know that you've been working quite a bit with companies, making sure their supply chains remain intact in your regions. So I want to kind of jump right into some questions. Uh, One of them and, and pressing question, most pressing question would be, what do you think is behind this pretty rapid increase in the overall theft of supply chain and the theft of, you know, product as it's moving through in your particular region. Is is there something behind this? Is it, you know, something that we really need to uh, take a look at? Yes, Jeff. I believe that there's been a combination of factors, really. The first factor would be the pandemic. It has impacted in every way the supply chain, you know, at all, all corporations, no matter what type of business you are, you've been impacted by it in Latin America. The second one would be the strengthening of the cartels in Latin America as well. If you take a look, the 75% of the the thefts in Mexico in particular, they occur in just 10% of the highways. And most of these highways are very important highways for also the the movement of drugs for the cartels. So there is no way that small teams for these cargo thefts can operate without consent of the cartels. So when you mix the relaxation of the measures of security measures against the cartels and also the impact that the pandemic has produced in the supply chain, then you get these type of numbers increasing every year. That's fascinating. I I tying it into you know, a direct impetus for why this is actually happening uh, makes a lot of sense now that you bring it up. When we're really talking about these companies that may be impacted by this theft of the supply chain while they're trying to move product around, how how is it really impacting these companies? Is it, uh, you know, something that we can uh, quantify how, how hard they're taking uh, these hits when they do lose these products? Yes, Jeff. We can quantify the value of the stolen goods depending on the type of goods that were stolen. For example, The most wanted goods in Mexico are electronics, which could go from mobile phones, tablets, laptops. All of these, uh, either new or refurbished, is a very, very good for for the cartels. Uh, But we have also received uh, reports from companies that, for example, there's an increasing number of thefts in in flour. And you would say, well, flour, it's not like a very valuable good, but then... The mix that I told you before about the cartels and the groups that are dedicated for the cargo theft working together, you can actually see that flour, it's a very important element for trafficking of drugs, specifically cocaine. So everything is connected. Maybe the flour is not very valuable in the black market to sell it, but for the cartels, it could be very valuable in terms of hiding cocaine shipments that are going mostly to the U.S. So it is quantifiable, but you need to know the context upon upon why it is being stolen and for what for what reason. 
So the businesses that are being impacted by this, they're taking a financial hit. Is this to the point now where there's businesses that are essentially losing their ability to continue operating because of this increase in the overall threat of theft of their products? Absolutely. All the insurance policies are going higher. They need to pay more. And in some occasions, you know, insurance companies, they will, they will not insure the, uh, the goods. Why? Because of the high probability of theft. You know, there is no way that companies, uh, insurance companies are going to take that hit when they know that um, sometimes 60% of the, of the shipments are being stolen. So companies are being forced to either stop the production of certain goods or certain chemicals or certain products. So be- why? Because there's a very high chance of them being stolen and then taking financial hits. And nobody, no insurance company is going to respond for that. Yeah, I have to imagine if you have a 60% failure rate on your transport of your product, uh, the insurance companies are going to take a very uh, serious look at making sure that uh, they're not going to be covering people they're going to be losing at that level. Um, you know, as you are down there and you are helping everybody get over some of these issues, what are those best practices? What do people, what do companies need to be doing to make sure that they are secure and make sure their transports are secure, make sure that their raw materials as they come to them to make their manufacturing processes, make sure all of that's secure to continue their business. Uh, what are, what are you doing? What are you recommending to them? Well, what we have seen as a very successful strategy is to develop a thorough uh, travel security protocols for for specifically supply chain products, like if they were as uh, as important or even more important than the personnel of the companies. You know, they need to have GPS coverage, but they need to have specific protocols of communication, of monitoring, and protection. These protocols have resulted very very effective against the theft of the of the goods not in the sense that a protocol is going to prevent the criminal groups attacking your your shipments but in the sense that you will have your people prepared to respond in a very effective way in a very fast way and then minimize the impact the problem and the the modus operandi that has been going on for several years in Latin America is that for example when you have gps tracking on a trailer truck uh it will go, it will disappear. And the company will start an investigation of what is going on. Why? Is it a failure of the GPS? Uh, the truck stopped for any reason? Uh, did the GPS tracker end up without battery? There are many things that could go wrong. And when, meanwhile, the company is investigating what is going on or trying to get in contact with the driver, then the theft is, is happening. If you have a very robust checklist and also specific protocols that can teach the people, your employees, how to respond effectively, then you will not waste this time. You will act immediately, and then this will prevent your, a great percentage of your goods to be lost. Why? Because you will have direct communication with the security forces in the region. They will respond immediately, and then probably you will recover, if not all, uh, a good chance of recovering the majority of the, of the goods at that uh, shipment. So having your people trained, having 
robust protocols for the protection of your goods and strong supply chain security in as an integral part of your transportation, it's very effective against the theft. Yeah, and I assume that the insurance companies will also look at those programs. And if you have those robust programs, they're covering everything they would expect, you're more likely to be able to be insured when you're moving your product around. And, you know, I think that's really going to be the key to a lot of this because if the numbers continue to increase, the ability to be able to have a security level that deters, uh, you know, the theft and also the ability to get that insurance, it sounds like it's getting harder and harder to get, is going to be key for these businesses to continue functioning. Um, When it really comes down to the numbers that you're seeing and the amount of uh, thefts of the supply chain, is, is this something that you know, is, is a daily occurrence? I mean, how, how are these businesses being impacted? How often is this, you said something about 60% of the product potentially going away. Um, you know, how, what in your you know experience there, what are we seeing for the amount of theft that's really taking place today? Well, just um, to show a little bit how uh, difficult the situation has become, uh, there's an estimate of 36 uh, thefts every 24 hours only in Mexico. So depending on the type of goods that you're moving and the amount of shipments that you are also moving, you will be hit harder or lesser, but you will be hit. They are not uh, differentiating anymore between valuable goods or regular goods or whatever. They 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 will find somebody interested in whatever they can get. So, of course, if your goods are electronics or chemicals involved in the production of drugs, then, of course, you have a very high probability of being attacked. But even if you're moving light bulbs, you will be hit as well. Not as hard as the most valuable goods, but you will lose also some shipments. Why? Because there's always a black market for everything specifically in in Latin America. So now insurance companies, like you said, are requesting a security assessment and evaluation of the supply chain security, specifically supply chain security. Why? Because they need to be uh, pretty sure that you are doing the best you can to protect your shipments. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's a fascinating you know, what you have to do and your position down there to try to control a lot of these things and the amount of work that has to go into making your target less attractive than other targets. If you have that deterrent, even if it is a valuable product, if you have that deterrent to make it less attractive to them to try to to steal and they're doing all of these things, you're getting the benefit of having the cheaper insurance rates, but you're also getting the benefit of maybe pushing that particular group of people looking to steal uh, to another target and and making your product make it through. Uh, it's all you know, all a very fascinating topic and, and something that sounds right out of a uh, Netflix documentary. But uh, I really appreciate you coming on today and uh, chatting with us about this as part of our overall supply chain security discussions that we've been having over the last couple of months. I hope everybody uh, found this all interesting, and we hope to see you guys on the next podcast.